You are listening to the Moms Full Circle Podcast, a place for moms or moms-to-be to come together and support one another, laugh together, maybe cry together, ask your most random baby questions too, judgment-free, and tune in to hear all things motherhood. As a mama myself, I know the importance of having a tribe to lean on during this wild ride. I hope this podcast will do that for you too. So grab a cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine, probably the video monitor too, and let's dive in. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Moms Full Circle podcast. If you're new here, I am Caroline Prestano. I'm the host of the podcast and yeah, I'm solo today. No guest. We have had lots of guests on here lately talking about all things motherhood and it has been honestly so fun for me just to be able to connect with these other women and they're all across the country which is really cool too where we can just connect kind of virtually and have these conversations put them out there for you guys connect as a community virtually and I'm loving it so I would love for you guys to make sure that you're subscribed also feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or really Instagram. It's where I live. Um, But let me know you're listening. Let me know what other things you're wondering about with motherhood because that's why I created this podcast is motherhood is hard. It's confusing. It's overwhelming. It's also amazing. But the way to make it better is for us to kind of band together and be there as a support system for one another. So let's just keep the ball rolling with it. But today's podcast is actually a little bit long overdue, but we're talking about postpartum and postpartum prep. And actually, I guess I shouldn't have said long overdue because I kind of felt like I needed to get in the groove of postpartum, if that makes sense, before I felt like I could actually give any kind of like relevant advice because I wanted to make sure that what I was doing actually was helping me actually was going to stick long term and I feel like I can say at six and a half months postpartum I kind of do have a good idea of what worked what didn't work what I wished I had done and that kind of thing so definitely share this out with your mama friends and moms to be but also if you are not like newly postpartum or soon to be newly postpartum this is actually I would say still a really good listen because a lot of the things I'm going to talk about are things that I'm still doing now and will continue to do to just make mom life a little bit easier and get that self-care in there a little bit too um I know personally like during my pregnancy I was honestly like afraid of postpartum because first of all I was a first-time mom and I had no idea what to expect. I had seen and heard really mostly just about sleep deprivation and the way that people talked about it scared the crap out of me. I am a big sleep lover and I found myself like probably a month or so before my daughter was born honestly having like panic attacks because I just kept telling my husband like we don't know what we're doing. What is this going to look like? I have no clue what I'm doing and Yes, you figure it out, but I think that there's some ways that you could prep. And also, I feel like we could do a better job with kind of really giving a vision of, you know, what does life with a newborn look like other than just sleep deprivation? And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't always have to be sleep deprivation. Maybe it is, but again, I had assumed sleep deprivation meant I was literally getting zero sleep and 
typically that's not the case. You're getting two, three, four hour stretches. You're up for a little bit and then you're down again for a little bit of a stretch and then gradually it gets better over time typically. So that's kind of, for me, easier to wrap my brain around because A, that's a whole lot better than the no sleep that everybody refers to. And B, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I know that going through a lot of phases of motherhood for the first time, it doesn't feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I still experience this sometimes. Hello, teething and sleep regressions. But there is one. So I kind of wish that people had maybe given more of a glimpse into that. But that's all kind of hearsay. So I'm going to break down this postpartum prep episode into things you could think about doing in advance and then things you could think about doing after birth that um, would help you a ton with your postpartum journey. So in advance, if you're able to prep some freezer meals and snacks, this was a game changer for me. Um, Snacks especially, I will say, because in those early weeks, a lot of times you're just you're busy or you're one-handed and a snack is a lot easier. Also breastfeeding, you're ravenous if you're breastfeeding and you want snacks on snacks on snacks. So hearty snacks. Like I prepped muffins that had almond flour and oats and zucchini and carrots. Um, a lot of jam-packed nutrients that were going to really keep me full. Energy balls, protein balls, um, packing up like bags for smoothies. So you put your frozen fruit in there, you put your nut butter in there if you're using any kind of seeds like hemp seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds, um, spinach, whatever else you're putting in there, put it in a freezer bag, put it in your freezer. And then when you go to blend it, you're just going to add your milk and then optional protein powder, done. These were huge. Also freezer meals, just start doubling the meals that you're making right now so you can put half of it in the freezer. Um, Again, so easy and it can last you for weeks postpartum. I can't say enough good things about doing that. With that, ask for gift cards. People are going to constantly want to do something for you postpartum, whether they're dropping off a meal or a cute baby outfit or whatever. And yes, that is all lovely, but I would also say if you are able to and people are offering, gift cards really come in handy for places like Around here, we have Wegmans, our grocery store. Um, We did Daily Harvest, or you could do HelloFresh. Places where you can get your meals, but you don't have to get them right away because you might already be stocked full. You can choose what you're getting, and it can be to... I, I don't know how to say this without sounding offensive, but it can be to your liking. Sometimes... The home-cooked meals are not exactly what feel best to you, and sometimes they are, but the gift cards give you a little bit more flexibility. We loved having the Daily Harvest gift cards, especially in the mornings, because, you know, once you finally get downstairs after getting the baby up, feeding the baby, changing the baby, probably feeding them again you're starving and something like a smoothie or an oat bowl from Daily Harvest is just 10 times easier. Um, I mentioned, you know, getting things from family from the meals. Don't be afraid to speak up 
about the things you prefer and the things that make you feel best. That doesn't make you sound snotty and rude to just say, you know, hey, this is a time I'm really trying to nourish my body and get lots of nutrients in so I can feel energized and really support my babe the best I can. Here's the kind of foods that I'm liking. Here's the kind of foods that I'm um, incorporating, that kind of thing. Um, Another thing you can do in advance, get some water bottles, preferably like insulated ones. Buy one or two of them. You are going to be thirsty. You're going to be nursing all over the place and you're going to want water on hand constantly. So water bottles. And then lastly, I would recommend communicating with your partner in advance. So talking about A, like roles, responsibilities, duties, like where do you see your partner coming in to help? Is is your partner going to be doing some of the feedings? Are you going to be doing bottles? Is your partner going to help with middle of the night diaper changes? Or is your partner going to be in charge of the dogs for the first couple weeks? Really make that clear so that at two in the morning when the baby wakes up crying, you two are not stuck arguing with each other. You have a plan for it. Um, And then communicate about emotions too. So one of the things Keith and I talked about Prior to giving birth, I was very open with him about the types of postpartum mood disorders that could happen. I spoke with him about how I was worried because I do already have generalized anxiety and I didn't know if that was going to put me at more of a risk for postpartum anxiety. So we just kind of talked about like what it might look like if I was struggling and how I would like him to check in with me and support me and just keep an eye out for it so that it wasn't something that um, kind of got swept under the rug. So communicating about roles and responsibilities, communicating about emotions. So I'm going to move on now to the after chunk, the after birth. Some prep things that you could do. Don't worry, these are like easy peasy because you're not going to want more on your list. So number one, those water bottles that you ordered, make sure one is full in all the spots that you tend to breastfeed. So Um, for me, that's on my nightstand and then on the nightstand in the nursery, I always have a full water bottle there even now because I am constantly drinking during nursing and water in case that came out wrong, (laughs) constantly drinking water during nursing. So always have yourself ready to go. Nothing worse than a dry mouth or getting nap trapped and being thirsty. With that number two, stay hydrated and fueled. So we just touched on get so caught up in everybody and everything around you where you forget to eat. It's so easy to do, but you really have to stay on top of it because like I said, you're lacking in some areas, you're high stress. We need those nutrients to really just fill in the gaps. So stay hydrated, stay fueled. Um... Number three is be open with your partner. So I talked about in the early prep of communicating with your partner about what to look for, but then just be really open about checking in with your partner very frequently about how you're feeling. I did this daily with Keith where I just literally spilled out to him like what I was feeling. If I had a ton of things on my mind I was worried about, I shared that with him. If I was feeling like down about something or even if I was feeling like happy and celebrating something, I shared it all with him because A, it it helped me to get it out, but B, it taught him kind of what to look for so that down the road, if he started noticing that I was overwhelmed or anxious and I wasn't talking about it, 
he could point it out and we could work through it together. So definitely communicate. And then number, where are we at? Four, some form of self-care and don't roll your eyes at me. You are still important. Even though this is a whirlwind, this is a wild time, you need some form of self-care. And in the beginning, it could be a shower or putting mascara on. And then you could move it down to a shower, makeup, and your hair, or whatever is important to you, or five minutes with a cup of coffee. I remember in the early days, I used to love getting up with Keith before Sophia got up and just having coffee in bed and talking to each other and having it be just us before it was the three of us. So start it out at five minutes. I don't care what you're doing for those five minutes as long as it's you time to just unwind and plug into yourself and it'll extend from there, but you got to give yourself a little bit. And with that, give yourself some grace and know that this doesn't last forever. I know personally at the beginning, I felt like my self-care was going to be a shower for the rest of my life and I was never going to get back to long walks or working out or those things that were my normal self-care. You will get there. Just take the pressure off of time and tap into new ways to get your self-care in because you might surprise yourself and find some new ways that you like that you want to carry with you. But just take the pressure off of how long it's going to take for things to get back to quote-unquote normal. You will get there. It's just going to take some time. All right, where are we at here? Vitamin D is my next one. So getting outside. Anything you can do to get outside makes a huge, huge difference in your mood, in your partner's mood, in your baby's mood. I don't care if it is below zero, freezing cold, or 90, super hot. Dress appropriately. Get outside even for just a few minutes to breathe in that fresh air, see the outside world. It makes such a difference, even still for me now. It's such a huge part of my day that I feel just totally off if I don't get that fresh air. Um, where are we? I've got two more here. Okay. So boundaries. I know that we actually kind of had boundaries forced on us because COVID protocols were still pretty strict when Sophia was born. So we actually had to say no to a lot of things for her safety, for our safety. But I'm going to be honest, like having that little cocoon and also having that excuse to fall back on was kind of nice at the beginning because it took the pressure off. And I'm the type of person, if I have guests over, even if they say I don't have to do anything, I'm doing something. I just feel like I need to do something for them because I'm a host. So set those boundaries, decide ahead of time what those boundaries are going to be. But then Remember, this is your time. It's like the honeymoon phase that you have after your marriage. This is another honeymoon phase. So don't people please. This is for you, your family, your little bubble that you want to experience this with. And just do what you got to do. Don't worry about people pleasing. Nine times out of ten, people don't care as much as we think they care. So that's my big one. And then my last one is kind of a different one, but it's to put yourself in your baby's shoes. So if we think about it, they've been in a comfy, dark place for nine plus months and now they're here. It's bright, it's loud, it's energetic, it's different. 
and they don't know what the heck to do with it. And they don't know how to communicate that they don't know what the heck to do with it. This helped me a lot in those early days. And even sometimes now when I put myself in Sophia's shoes, yes, it's, it's overwhelming still, but it kind of takes the pressure off and it, and it kind of gives you that authority of you are it for them. You and your partner are it. They turn to you, they look to you, they see how you react. And one of the things I really tried to do is stay calm in every situation on the outside. Even if I'm not fully calm on the inside, it kind of is like talks myself into feeling calm. So while I might be feeling totally stressed and overwhelmed because she's crying, I don't know why she's crying, or she's overtired and I don't know how I'm going get to get her to sleep, if I'm calm to her, then I begin to feel that calm and she begins to feel that calm. So just relate to them. Remember that they don't know what's going on. They turn to you. It's all going to be okay, but you're it for them. So model what you want them to feel. I'm going to make sure to type up all of these things either into an Instagram post or a blog post. So make sure that you are following me on Instagram so that you can somehow get these in written form too. I would love to hear from you guys if you are seasoned moms, first time moms, if there were things that I touched on that helped you too or things that I didn't touch on that helped you. And I would love it for you to share this out with your moms and moms to be because like I said at the beginning, it's such a gray area when you don't know what to expect and I'm hoping to kind of offer a little bit of a glimpse in what's to come. So that's it for today. I will catch you guys in the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Mom's Full Circle podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our new episodes. I'm always looking to expand my tribe, so please reach out. You can find me at Caroline underscore Prestano on social media. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll catch you in the next episode.